Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Friday Faith follow-up for episode 56. And if you've already listened to that episode, you know that it was it, it's pretty heavy stuff to talk about and think about and consider what is God doing when we have these seasons of waiting for something that is so important or so painful, whether that's personally or in our family or in our church, it can be any number of things. And if you haven't gone back and listened to that episode, I think that you will find it both encouraging and helpful. And I did uh, spill the beans, I guess, (laughs) in episode 56, that today on the Friday Faith follow-up, I wanted to share an example from my own life of dealing with a season of waiting through infertility. My husband and I, um, and you can hear a little more about this story back in episode two, way back at the beginning. I shared an episode about my story, you know, my people, how did God kind of orchestrate all these things to bring me to the point I'm at today of doing this podcast. And a big part of that story is infertility. So you can hear a little bit more back in episode two. But when we think specifically about waiting, there is has not, at least yet, been something in my life that was quite as painful as waiting to have children. And the Lord was so gracious during that season. It was several years of my husband and I trying to have kids before we finally got medical clarification that it was incredibly unlikely that we were going to naturally have children. And and God has blessed us. I mean, go back and listen to episode two, and I know I've mentioned them other times. We now have three kids. We have triplets. Um, the Lord has brought us children. He has blessed me with the gift of motherhood. And we did that through embryo adoption. And so I even got to experience being pregnant with them. Probably not your average pregnancy since it was triplets, but it was beautiful It was wonderful, and I know that I appreciated the pregnancy as well as now my experience of motherhood in a unique way because I had to go through that season of waiting. And if you or anyone you know has struggled with infertility, you know that it's not just one time season of waiting because it goes on after that. Yes, we have children now, But if my husband and I want to have more children, we can't just assume, oh, hey, let's do it the normal way. (laughs) We would have to be very purposeful and spend the time and the money and the paperwork for some sort of adoption. And so it's an interesting season for me when I think about waiting because it was long, it was very emotional, and in some ways it continues on today. And that, you know, it's a different type of grief since, of course, we still, we have kids and I'm very thankful for them. But we also can't just decide we want to grow our family. You know, it's not as easy as it might be for maybe your average couple. So I wanted to hop on today since we're thinking together about 
waiting, waiting for a miracle, waiting for that thing that we're so desperately asking God for, and to share four things that I look back and can reflect on that season of waiting before we had kids, and I can see how God helped us to wait well. And I talked in the main episode um, on Tuesday about the five action steps that I would recommend if you are in a season of waiting. And I, I did all these action steps. I found all of them helpful. Um, but just to get a little more specific with my story of what some of this looked like. So the first thing that I look back on the, that season of waiting before we had kids, we're trying to have kids, we're wanting to have kids. And one thing that I can be very thankful for today is that I used the time well. I, and what I mean by that is I was productive <laughs> professionally. I did things professionally that I simply could not have done after having children, even having one <laughs> child. Um, at the time, I was in, when we first started having kids, I had one job. And I don't know, I didn't really go into this a whole lot in episode two, but I helped start in our town a nonprofit Christian counseling center. I was a part of that launch team, the prayer team, the planning team, and then um, the Lord showed me that I should quit my job and go be the director of the counseling center. So I was counseling there and directing things, managing everything. It was a lot of work. Starting a new business, that's a lot of work. I enjoyed it, and it was very busy. But I, even at the time, I knew I couldn't say yes to this. I could not invest this level of, of time and emotion and energy if we were have if I had kids if I had newborns at home it just would not have happened and so I'm so thankful that even during the season of waiting I could I could recognize and be grateful for the things that God was equipping me for and allowing me to do during that season that simply would not have happened if, if it were coming up today and I've got kids at home Um, And even now, having this podcast and this digital ministry, there are so many skills and things that I I practiced and built when we were starting the Nonprofit Counseling Center that now serve me so well here. I had to start a website. I mean, y'all, technology is not my thing. (laughs) But now I've got the loveyourpeoplewell.com website. Like, I learned a lot of that with the Counseling Center And not only did God use that to bless our community, the counseling center is still going strong, even though I'm not there counseling anymore. Um, He also was preparing me for this ministry. I didn't know that at the time, but I can say that now. And again, I can be thankful. So that is one of the things that I'm thankful for, that that season of waiting, a way that I see that God used that season of waiting. And a second piece of how we waited well was that my husband and I invested a lot of time and energy into our marriage and our church. We had a lot of quality time together. We were purposeful about that. We had several different ministries at our church that we were volunteering with and leading. We led the the college ministry and he was very involved in uh, the worship music part of things and Um, I led some Sunday school classes. Like we did a lot of things that now, today, with our own kids at home, we don't have time to do that. And that is its own struggle right now. I think I even talked about that a little bit (laughs) back in episode two. Um, But that is one of the ways we waited well. We invested in the relationships that we did have 
We built up our community and our marriage before God blessed us with children. And we weren't doing that so that when we had kids, we would have meals delivered or whatever. We were doing that because that was where God had us in the moment. And so we tried to embrace that and press into those relationships. The third piece of uh, waiting well, in my experience, waiting through infertility was (laughs) there was a specific worship song I might even mess up the title here, but I know one of the main lyrics is Fix Your Eyes Upon Jesus. You can Google it. (laughs) Uh, There's a ton of different versions of it. But the Lord really impressed upon me. I'm going to maybe combine three and four here because that song, that worship song, was so powerful in my spiritual walk during this season of waiting. And it coincided so closely with what I would say is maybe number four of how we waited well I had a lot of really intentional devotional time in the Bible and a scripture passage that the Lord really used in my life during that time was Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 through 2 and I'm going to go ahead and read that for us right now. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And that right there in scripture, fixing our eyes on Jesus, and that worship song, which uses that lyric, I think it tweaks it just a little bit, to fit into the song and all the things. But that idea of throwing off the things that were hindering me, throwing off my sin, being intentional to purify myself as much as possible while I was waiting to become a mother, fixing my eyes not on children or no children, not even on my marriage, but fixing my eyes on Jesus. That was so powerful. And I know it's one of those experiences that words is just not going to really, not going to cut it. Um, But if you have been in a season of waiting for something very deep and personal and meaningful, you probably have had that experience that something is just so powerful in your life from the Lord, you can't even explain it (laughs) adequately to other people. And those are just some, some of the things that God used that season of waiting in my life to do. He accomplished things through me that couldn't have happened if I had kids. And he spoke to me. He ministered to me. He comforted me. He helped me fix my eyes on Jesus in a way that I still need today as a mom. And I don't think I would be as good at that. I don't think I would be as aware of my need for that if I had not gone through this season of waiting. So my friend, please know you're not alone If you're in a season waiting for that miracle to happen, God knows you're there and he's there with you. And I would be, I would love to hear how you have seen, or maybe are seeing right now, him use this season of waiting in your life. But let me close us with a prayer and then we will wrap up this uh, quick bonus episode. Holy Father, God, I thank you for my children, and I do thank you, Lord, for the season of waiting for them. It was not easy, but it was good because it was part of your plan. And I pray, God, 
for everyone listening, whether they're in a season today, they've been through a season, they're coming into a season, we all have things that we desperately long for. And I praise you that you are with us and you, you know that, you're, you feel it, you hear it, you respond, Lord, when we cry out to you. And I pray that we will, that we will each fix our eyes on Jesus, that we will not be distracted by the light and momentary troubles of the world, as Second Corinthians tells us, but that we will focus on you, your plan, your wisdom, and the eternity that you have promised us. And I do pray, God, that you will work miracles in whatever way is best. And I pray all of this trusting in Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, my friends, that's all I have for today. Uh, we will be back next week with episode 57, Counting Down to Christmas. All right, friends, hugs and blessings to you. Talk to you soon.